There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This course is going to completely rewire your mindset about porn and nofap because everything we believe about addiction is wrong. You're going to learn about the problem of setting streaks, how to stop stumbling upon triggers, what to do when you get the urge, and you're going to learn all this with a positive mindset that's going to improve the rest of your life instead of the conventional nofap technique that leaves you feeling quite defeated and guilty. So we have to start from scratch and rewire your brain. First, let's talk about addiction. There is one study called the Rat Park Experiments that we must discuss. Rats were placed in a cage with two water bottles. One was filled with water mixed with cocaine, one was just normal water. The rats in this cage drank the cocaine water until they died. Why? Because when you're in solitary confinement, when you are in a cage, you have nothing else to do other than the substance that you're addicted to. So you will overdose on that substance. Now, this experiment was fantastic because after this, they then placed the rats in what they called Rat Park. It was a big open environment where they got to play around with lots of stuff. They got good food, they got to have sex, they got to just enjoy themselves and they still had the choice between the two water bottles. In this rat park, almost none of the rats actually drank the cocaine water and the ones that did drink it never overdosed on it. This rat experiment is a cornerstone study that we have to acknowledge because it explains addiction so well. When you have nothing to do and you live a miserable life and you're in that cage, you will overdose on the thing that you're addicted to. But let's take you out of that cage and put you into the rat park, put you into a place, a life, an environment that you actually love, and you'll find that you will almost never overdose on some kind of substance. Even though this study was carried out on rats, I think it replicates very well to humans. So we have to look at all substances and addiction, but specifically fapping and porn addiction, as just symptoms of a bigger problem. So we have to think what the bigger problem is. It's because most of us who have this fapping and porn addiction are in our version of the rat cage. We have nothing to do. We live quite miserable, dull existences. And when you're in this cage and the only thing you feel like you can do is the addiction, the substance, then you are of course going to overdose on it. This is why we have to acknowledge this addiction and start looking at it holistically, looking at your life in general, instead of just narrowing down exactly on the porn addiction. So we're not going to focus on the addiction itself like the NoteFap community suggests. 
podcasts. We're not going to get obsessed with the streak and how long it's been since we've jacked off. And we're not going to just solely focus on this one thing. And instead, we're going to look at the reason why we're doing this. With any drug addict, if you only focus on them reducing or eliminating that drug use, it's almost impossible because we take substances for a reason to negate the shittiness of life. And so the hugely better approach is to make life less shitty. Many of us have dull existences of loneliness, of sex and relationship deprivation. And that, in my opinion, is why there's such a huge problem of masturbation and, and porn addiction, which we will discuss in one of the later sections. So there is a major problem with setting streaks. Now you and everyone watching this who's been on the NoFap journey has probably set themselves a streak, relapsed and failed many, many times. We are going to abolish the idea of setting streaks. Why? Because setting a streak as your goal is fundamentally flawed. Ask yourself this question. You're probably about 20 years old. Ask yourself this question. Will you never fap again? Let's say you live till 70. You've got 50 years of your life. You set a streak. Will you not fap for 50 years? Don't be ridiculous. Of course you will. So the moment that you set the intention for setting a streak, you are setting yourself up for failure. It will be absolutely inevitable that you eventually break this streak. You feel guilty, you feel defeated, and you feel like you're back to square one. Setting streaks is binary thinking. It's zero one. It's feeling that you're on one, you're in, you're in the, you're the good boy who's got his streak, he's on day 11. And the moment that you fapped once, you're back onto zero, you failed. So setting an unrealistic goal of completely eliminating this addiction is just inevitably going to fail and it doesn't even focus on the positive progress that we can make the improvements that we can have and so instead of thinking of streaks and having that feel good thing of hey guys I'm on day 12 are you are you proud of me instead of that shit just think this is an addiction that you want to make progress in reducing so instead of zero to one, you're now doing zero to 100. And you can see that there's a lot of space. Let's say you're on 100, you haven't jacked off for three days and then you do. Okay, now you're on 90. We can make improvements, but we can't get perfection. And reaching for perfection when you're first starting out your nofap journey is just ridiculous. It's setting yourself up for failure. So for now, do not set any kind of streak goal. Do not say, oh, nofap November, I'm not going to jack up. No, no, no. The whole point is reducing it. If you're a guy who does it every single day, three times a day, doing it 10 times in the next month is a huge progress. That's all we can ask for is progress. So now we've got to talk about the toxic side to no fat. The community in itself is pretty supportive. There's some nice people and anytime you go onto the Reddit page or the YouTube comments, everyone's always supporting each other. So it's quite nice. But there's a toxic side, which I've never heard anyone speak of before. And that is because NoFap, the community online, is very, very similar to just social media in general, where people post about their achievements. You go onto the NoFap Reddit page and everyone's saying, hey guys, I'm on, I'm on day 16. I'm so proud of myself. And this guy's on day 16. He's got superpowers. And, and all this is doing is setting social comparison. So every time that you relapse and you go onto Reddit, you see all these people who are on a higher streak, they're doing better than you. That's gonna make you feel worse. This is very, very similar to the fitness industry in that you go onto Instagram and there's all these fit people with model rock chiseled abs and here you are and you've got a little bit of bloating, your stomach sticking out today. You're comparing yourself against these people even if you aren't consciously aware of it. The moment that you see someone else's achievements, you feel a little bit worse if your achievement isn't equal or bigger than that. Because think about it, when are you most likely to search for NoFap? 
after you relapse, straight after you just fapped, you're most likely to feel like shit and then you're gonna go and you know watch some videos to try and get some motivation, go onto the Reddit page. And that is when you're gonna see all these people who are talking about the superpowers of day 30, day 60, and here you are, you've just reset your streak. So you're gonna feel like shit. That would be like me binge eating and then going to look at hashtag abs on Instagram. So to be honest, this isn't something specific about NoFap. This is just how we use social media in general. And we have to say that the NoFap community is part of the social media platforms that we use. You probably follow NoFap YouTubers, which is social media. You probably are linked to the NoFap subreddits, which is a social media. And you've probably seen research, you've heard of YouTubers like me talking about the negative effects, especially with mental health, of social media use. I would argue that even going onto the NoFap pages still gives you that negative mental health feeling, that low self-esteem, because it's inevitable that you see posts from people who are doing better than you. And even if you have a positive mindset, even if you have like a brotherhood mindset, you know, like, oh, I'm proud of this guy for getting to day 60, your brain is going to be calculating where you are in the social hierarchy with anything that you do. And so when you see someone with a better streak than you and he's got better rewards and he's feeling it so much more than you are, your brain's gonna know that he's better than you in this position, which is going to lower your self-esteem. So the practical advice I have to curing this toxic side of NoFap is to just abolish the idea of NoFap from your mind. Getting obsessed with the practice of NoFap with no porn is one of the reasons why many people fail because we've got to start from the beginning and think, what is the goal of this? It was never to make NoFap into a full-time job that we think about all day, every day. We just wanted to not feel the detriments of porn and fapping every day. So constantly reminding yourself getting obsessed with this practice is not really doing you any favors because the end goal that we wanted, the dream that we wanted, was to literally just not ever think about porn or fapping. And that's what I'm like, so I'm gonna teach you how to get here. And this is how, the moment I stopped reading into NoFap, I stopped watching the videos, I stopped you know, even thinking about it, was when it just started feeling normal in my life. When you're obsessed about NoFap and you've got that anxiety, day by day you're thinking, when are you next gonna see the trigger and you're just gonna get the urge and you're just gonna fail the streak? That's when you actually fail. Stopping triggers. This part is hugely important because our brains are just kind of dumb. We kind of act like zombies sometimes and it's almost like we're on autopilot. The moment that we see the trigger, we we start jacking off. So me personally, I do not see any triggers in my day-to-day -day life ever. I, I stopped social media use. I, I have little to no social media use though. I watch a few YouTube videos, but they're like self-improvement ones. I don't scroll on Reddit on the front page. That was my biggest trigger hotspot. I spend most of my time reading and just making my own YouTube videos. This means that I'm never on the, the platform that causes a trigger, which it means that NoFap is part of my life without me even feeling like I have to think about it. So right now, identify your trigger hotspot. Where does it keep happening? Where do you keep starting the process of fapping? For me, it was going onto Reddit. Subconsciously, maybe even a little bit consciously, I would go onto Reddit, read the top posts. You know, it's kind of fun reading about the news and the memes, but also be scrolling down, knowing that if I scrolled down for 20 minutes, I would start getting to the porn posts and I would click on them anyway, even if I was on NoFap. So I identified that. And there was two things. One, I knew that stumbling upon those triggers was not good for me because I didn't want to jack off. And two, I, I also realized that Reddit is just kind of like a social media. It's a waste of time. It fucks your mental health. So I just don't scroll on Reddit anymore at all. Now, this is very important. If you're a smart ass, this is going to hurt your ego. Social media for business use is still not okay. 
I have a fitness Instagram account. I barely even used it. Like I used to use it a lot, but then I, I haven't used it recently. I went onto it because I was going to post a link to one of my fitness, my posts on YouTube, which between us that I think you'd even agree that that is a suitable use for going onto social media. Even if you've technically quit, you're just gonna like share your video for business purposes. The moment I went on the account, there's ass. There is just ass on my fitness Instagram page. There's these bitches who are just like, posing with their ass out and without even realizing i haven't been on social media for like six months without even realizing i'm there like a zombie mouth breathing and scrolling down clicking on the the stories and looking at just girls with massive ass i still didn't fat but it, it took me a while it took me like a couple minutes to get out of that haze and that makes me think how long or how hard it is for the guys who are on social media all the time. So this is one of the biggest excuses for people who don't quit social media is that they say it's for business use. And I kind of back that because what I'm doing for YouTube is kind of, you know, it's business use, it's YouTube is social media. But you've really got to lose your ego, stop being a smart ass and think if it's good for you. Posting on Instagram, I even did the math, I, I checked the analytics and saw that the, you know, with the insights that no one was even clicking on the links that I'd post anyway. So I'm not using Instagram anymore. So that was me being a little bit clever and seeing that it wasn't even worth it to even post my video there. And chances are, if you're using Instagram for the same thing, chances are it's, it's go and look at your insights, Go and look at how many people click on your website link. It's probably an abysmal amount. And all that's happening is that you're subconsciously, consciously using Instagram as an excuse to promote your business when really you're just being a lazy fuck and you just want to scroll on Instagram because you're just unproductive. That's gonna hurt your ego a little bit, but I think that is true. Same with YouTube. Imagine if I said that, okay, I'm, a, I'm technically a YouTuber, I've got a thousand subscribers, I'm posting a video two times a week. Imagine if I said, but but I've got to watch YouTube videos to for business use because I need inspiration. And the YouTube videos I was watching was like fitness girls doing workouts. And I'm there like just with a semi, just edging whilst watching it like but but it's for business use like nah you've got to reduce that ego and stop acting like a smart ass because i think a bunch of us young people are getting into like the online businesses and of course social media is a big part of that but you've got to really be honest with yourself are you even getting success from this social media use is anyone clicking on your link is are you the thing that you're watching for inspiration is it actually like are you taking notes are you doing stuff or are you literally just like pretending to watch it for inspiration when actually you're just horny so take practical steps to remove that hot spot from your life the first thing i did because reddit was mine was that i went on reddit and i removed the the not safe for work posts so i couldn't see them or like I couldn't see the image of them first, it would be blurred out, but I kept on scrolling and I'd just click on it so I'd, I'd see them anyway. Then I did the thing where I can't even see them at all, like the child restrictions on Reddit. But every few days when I'd get horny, I'd like turn that off because I'd think like, oh, you know, but there, there might be some not safe for work posts which aren't porn, like fight videos, and I wanna watch them. And obviously I'd just end up watching porn and again. <laughs> so you've got to really identify the trigger hotspot and take the practical steps to remove it. So finally for me, I realized that Reddit in general was the hotspot that was the biggest issue and that the only way I could stop experiencing those triggers was if I just stopped using Reddit altogether. I do not go onto the R all page at all. I've subscribed to a few subreddits which every week or so when I'm having a shit for like five minutes, I'll go onto them to read the top posts and none of that, they're all like text posts and I don't ever scroll, I don't search for anything. Same with Instagram, I just don't use the fitness Instagram. Yours may be YouTube and you've got to ask yourself, what kind of video are you watching which then triggers you into to wanting to fap? 
So for example, it could be like watching music videos. You've got to really lose your ego here because you're gonna, your mind's gonna try to defend the reason why you keep experiencing the triggers. But the most important thing with stopping the triggers that we must discuss is the dopamine detox lifestyle. I have never experienced such an ease of no fap and porn reduction or elimination since I've went on to the dopamine detox lifestyle. This isn't just a simple, oh, you know, like let's reduce internet use. Let's not go on social media. This is a full blown lifestyle change where I, I try to get easy dopamine's instant gratification as little as possible. So I barely even watch any YouTube anymore. I barely, I don't even like go on my phone much anymore. I don't do all of that easy stuff like the video games, the Netflix, the movies, all this shit anymore. And this has made it so ridiculously easy to not fap anymore because the fapping urge, I would say 95% of it comes from something on the internet. It's never like you're reading a book and one of the words just looks really sexy in the book and you're like, oh, Michael, jack off. It's usually that you're scrolling on the internet, you're on social media, you're on YouTube, you're on whatever, and then you, you click P and Pornhub's still there because you don't even bother to clear the history anymore. That's how it usually happens. The dopamine detox lifestyle, I cannot recommend it more. What I will do is I will have a card pop up on screen right now, which I've explained how I've done it for six months and in the description below, I've done a Skillshare class on the dopamine detox. It's like an hour long. And in that, I've went into like a lot of detail of how I've done the full six months detox, how you can do your own, how you can start nice and easily. So if you go scroll down right now, go to the Skillshare class in the dopamine detox and watch that. So what should you do when you get the urge? This is the, the make or break point. This is when most people fail because they go past that point of no return and they're like, ah, oh, ah, oh, screw it. I'm gonna reset my streak and to make it worth it, I'm gonna jack off five times today because you know, zero to one thinking, if you went to zero, you may as well stay at zero all day and really make it worthwhile. That's a bad mentality. Hopefully you've already abolished the idea of setting streaks so that now you've got a new mindset when the urge comes. So adopt this new mentality. Just because you feel horny, just because you've got an erection, does not mean that you have to fap. It's mind boggling that this is so set in stone for most of the young guys is the moment they've got a boner, they think, okay, it's, I have to fap now because I, I can't do anything else when I've got a boner. Like all you have to do is wait a few minutes. Seriously, if you just go have a piss, you will lose the erection within a few minutes. If you, if you, you've got to actively with some conscious effort, go and do something else for a few minutes. Usually most people, they'll get the urge whilst lying down, whilst on the internet, and they will do nothing to actually help themselves. And that just makes it harder. So then you've got a shitty 10 minutes where you're just debating it. You, you, you've got arguments, you've got demons in your head, just fighting each other, just you know debating, should, should you do it? Should you not? Should you do it? Should you not? And you're not helping yourself if you don't get out that environment quickly. So the moment that it used to happen to me when NoFap was a problem for me a few years ago, I would get up and go and do something else straight away. One of the most highly recommended practices is cold showers. The moment you get the urge, go and take a cold shower. But I'll be honest, I've never done that. Showering for me is like self-care time. I want like a peaceful, warm shower. I don't fuck with cold showers. So my advice is always go and have a piss. Usually the moment that you've had a piss, it's like you've lost most of the, the chub. <laughs> you've lost most of the erection. Like you've lost the urge mostly. And if you still got it, you just go and do something else, man. You've built up the habit that being horny equals fab. What we've got to do is undo this habit because you've been strengthening this habit since you were 12 years old three times a day. You've got to just understand that it's gonna take some time to undo this habit, that the moment you get the urge, 
you have solidified the next behavior of fapping because you got the urge for the last eight years, 10 years. So it's gonna take you some time to start not doing that. And this is why, again, the problem with streaks because it's so unrealistic for us to expect you to perfectly undo this habit that you've been strengthening up for so long. So we've gotta be a little bit nicer to you and make it quite obvious you've been doing this for so long that it's gonna take some time to disassociate the urge from fapping. So it's important to understand what the urge actually is. When you feel like fapping, that is just your testosterone, that's your drive as a man spiking up. It wants you to do two things. One, have sex and procreate, reproduce and have children. Or two, work hard, get the resources that then will let you have sex, procreate and reproduce and have kids. So one, if you've got a girl that you're sleeping with, go and sleep with her. The biggest reason why guys have problems with no fapping porn is because they don't have a girl to sleep with. And this is why most guys, um, sounds offensive, but most guys are losers because when this urge comes, that urge is for you to go and work hard. That urge is telling you right now, since you don't have someone to reproduce with, to use this energy that you've got to go and get the resources that makes you someone who attracts women. Because as men, we've got to say it's common sense, but most young guys don't know this because of the indoctrination of the education system. You've never been told about masculinity. So hopefully you're still tuned in for this bit. I'm going to teach you something your daddy never taught you. Men, as masculine figures, we are worthless unless we work hard. Our value is 100% based on what we've achieved. Women is a little bit different because most guys would happily wife a girl who doesn't have achievements. Just if she's like attractive enough, she's got like the characteristics that we would assume would be feminine and potentially that she could have children for us. But as men, women are attracted to us as men because of our achievements, because of the resources that we have due to our achievements, due to us working hard. So you work hard, you get the achievements and resources like money, safety, attractiveness, confidence, wealth and food. And that is what makes us attractive. That's, that is even though it sounds like I'm saying women are gold diggers, but that is what women are attracted to. They want someone who can provide for them, whether or not, you know, we're on like the whole 2020, everyone's equal and women don't, don't care about providing anymore. But in our natural life, in our biological impulse, that is what works. It's the man who works hard, gets resources, and those resources amongst his confidence, his attractiveness that comes from acquiring resources makes him more valuable to women. If you don't have multiple women in your life right now, because it's the age of Tinder, if you've only got zero to one, I mean one if you've got a long-term relationship, fair enough, but it's the age of Tinder and social media dating, it's it's not too difficult to have multiple girls. And I know I sound like a little fuckboy player, but that is the cure to the fapping addiction to porn. If you can have sex three, four times a week, you wouldn't be jacking off, especially if you knew in a day or two that you would then go and see another girl because you would just think like saving up is fun. I would rather have a bigger load <laughs> for her rather than just, why would I do it by myself? It's, it's, 10 times, 100 times more fun when you share the experience with someone else. That's like one of life's greatest moments. And so if you're depriving yourself of that because the moment you get the urge to work hard and you're just being lazy and thinking, no, 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 I'm not gonna use this to get the resources that would you know, eventually get me a girlfriend and instead I'm gonna go jack off to Riley Reed on Pornhub, then you aren't going to have that drive because how much work do you do immediately after fapping? 
Not much. How fast do you clean up your place when you've got a girl coming over? That is the urge, the testosterone increasing. When you know you're gonna be seeing a girl, that's when we start working real hard. Even though we should be doing it for ourselves and you know, the whole shit of like, work hard for yourself. But one of the biggest reasons we do anything as men is, is for women, whether or not you wanna admit it. The moment you get the urge, that's your body telling you to work hard to get the resources that would make you more attractive to girls. So use that, use that urge. Another mentality, that I briefly mentioned is that saving up is fun. It's a lot more fun when you know in the next week or so that you're going to be meeting a girl that you would sleep with. If you don't have that kind of consistently set, you probably don't view saving up as fun because in our mindset, it's like, oh, I've got an erection and oh, I, I must jack off, like I must. But you've got to keep thinking that just because you've got an erection does not mean that you have to fap. So when you next get the urge, just identify and say it to yourself that this is my testosterone and my testosterone signals two things. It either wants me to go and have sex right now or it wants me to work hard so that I can have sex later. If you can't have sex right now, okay, fair enough. But you can work hard that would make you more attractive to girls so that the future version of you isn't struggling with no fap. So why not do the future version of yourself some justice, do him a favor that he'll be grateful for because in some time you are going to be your future self. And wouldn't you like in three months time to be able to look back and think, you know what, younger me, thank you for not just jacking off all the time because instead of jacking off, you went to the gym and today I've just seen like, I've got a little bit of a bicep, I've got some abs and I posted a picture of my abs on Tinder, got some matches and maybe I'll be meeting this girl on Saturday. You probably can't get that right now because you keep using your urge to just fap. Guilt-free relapse. This is hugely important. How you treat yourself psychologically after a setback determines what your future success will be like. Think about the businessman who fails to get a sale Imagine if he's a little bitch and he comes home and he's like, oh, but I didn't even get it and uh, I'm gonna go post it online about it and I'm really sad and there's no point, you can't even get sales like this and I'm, I'm, so, I'm so stupid. Imagine he just beats himself up because he didn't get the sale. Is he then going to be better for the next sale? Nah, he's gonna be more anxious and sooner or later he's just gonna quit because it's psychologically messing him up. What about the businessman who doesn't get the sale but thinks positively and he thinks, okay, I didn't get it. He goes home and journals and he writes down I said this wrong and I stuttered when I said this and I, I didn't even know the price of the, the item or whatever, I could have done this better. So next time, here's my plan. We know that the second guy is just nicer to himself, he's got more positive, just all round life is just better for him. And he's definitely more likely to get the sale next time because he's actually put some intention, some good effort into improving himself with every setback. And that's what we need to do. We need to change our mindset that every single time we, we relapse, we start beating ourselves up and I see all the comments like, hey guys, I just relapsed today. I feel like shit and I didn't even get to experience and I was on day 29 and I was so close to getting to experience this stuff. Nah, don't talk to me like a little bitch, man. Think, think positively think hey guys I got to day 29 that's my highest so far I did relapse but that is my highest so far and this is what I did wrong I, I went onto the reddit all page and I just I had the urge and I should have just got up and had a cold shower instead but I didn't so next time when I get to day 29 again I'm gonna beat it and I know what to do when I get to the urge speak like that talk to yourself like that and your life just gets so much better stop talking to yourself like you're a bad person here's some practical advice every single time you relapse every single time that you do fap just journal about it if the moment you start journaling or even before you start journaling, it will feel uncomfortable. You will not want to do this. So the psychological mindset is to start journaling when you don't want to do it. Specifically journal when you don't feel like it. Because writing about fapping and porn and the reason why you fap today is 
pretty uncomfortable. So you probably won't do it unless you tell yourself, no, no, no. The whole point is to do it when it is uncomfortable because that's when your ego is getting deflated and you're actually learning about the reasons why you did it. Really ask yourself, why does this keep happening? Why is this a problem for me? And then important part of that, which I journaled about ages ago, was that I had to ask myself, wait, why does this keep happening to me? And then I wrote, is this a me problem? Am I the wrong in this? And I, I don't, and I wrote, no, of course not. This is, I know about the NoFap community. I know that porn is like the biggest problem of young men. This is not a, an individual problem. This is a whole worldwide problem of men everywhere and quite a lot of women now as well. This is not a me problem. That means that it's not your fault. It means that the influences are external. That means that, you know, the porn, the internet, the, the life, the world that we live in has made it way more common to be experiencing this problem because literally millions, hundreds of millions of people are experiencing the same problem as you. So be a little bit nicer to yourself. That doesn't mean that you're bad. It kind of means that the world is bad. And when you do relapse, don't even view it as failure. Remember the, the binary thinking, we're not doing the zero to one. The moment you relapse, you failed, you've, you've got to reset the streak. No, no, no. Ask yourself in the last 30 days, how much time have you spent fapping? We just want to reduce that. So usually before you got onto the no fap, let's say you did it every single day for half an hour for the last 30 days, that's like 15 hours. 15 hours of the last 30 days you spent fapping, that's huge. What if you start going onto this, you know, the new version of no fap that you've learned today and you think, okay, 15 hours over the last 30 days, my goal is to make it less than 10. That's a huge progress. Honestly, if, if someone told me that that was the progress they made, I would actually think like, what a sick guy. That's huge progress. If someone told me, oh, I usually fat for 15 hours, I'm gonna make a zero. I'm gonna do no fat November. I think, no, you're not. And you know, I'll, I'll be a little bit supportive to you just for the sake of like being a nice person, but I already know you're gonna fail. Every time someone's told me that they're gonna do no fat, they've failed. Every single time, every single time, 100% of the time they have failed. They did not have the guilt-free relapse. They had the very, very guilty relapse. The moment they failed on day three of November, they started messaging me like, oh, it sucks. I'm, I'm so tired of being addicted to porn. It's a problem and stuff. And oh, like, I just can't do it. I'm addicted and I fat too much and I hate my life and stuff. And I'm just thinking like, bro, why are you setting unrealistic goals to begin with then? It's just because it sounds nicer. It's because of that social media stunting, the toxic side of NoFap. It sounds amazing to say that you have got to day 15 to day 30 because you get to tell all the boys and you're so proud of yourself. It sounds less amazing when you say, oh, I'm not exactly doing NoFap. I'm doing this thing where I just jack off less. So usually I jack off 30 days in a month. This time I did it seven days. It's not as exciting. It's not as like socially valued. And so you don't get that nice social media boost from it. But if you're a pussy, then do the other way. But if you don't care about the social media boost and you're here for self-improvement, then try it my way. Don't go for zero, go for 60. We're not doing zero to one anymore, binary thinking. We're doing zero to 100. How much time have you spent in the last 30 days fapping? Just reduce it. Make sure you remind yourself that it inevitably will keep happening for the rest of your life. No matter what, even if you set this no fap intention, you will keep jacking off for the rest of your life. The goal is to just do it so little that it doesn't bring us any detriment. That is the ideal life. We never wanted a certain thing which said, like, oh, don't jack off for seven years straight, for 50 years straight, because it's just unrealistic. So the moment it happens, remember that you have to be your own best friend. If you treat yourself like shit, it's actually going to happen more often. This is usually due to the bad parenting you've 
negative experience where when you do something bad, they treat you bad with punishments, negative reinforcement. In cases you've never learned about psychology, humans don't learn from punishments. We learn from positive reinforcement. We literally learn from love and kindness, even though that isn't what you've ever heard before. Because if you're American, you know that prisons are so popular and parents beating their children is so common. The, the real way that we learn and we improve our behavior is through positive reinforcement, through praise, through love and kindness. So the moment you reach day 10 and you relapse, say that you're proud of reaching day 10 and don't even think about day 10. Fuck, fuck the, the streak in general. We're doing it on like a 30 day basis, the zero to 100. And if you've reduced the time that you spend fapping, then be proud of that. Learn from every single relapse. One thing that I've been quite weirded out is that this almost no talk of mental health in nofap. Usually people will just about mention it and they'll say, okay, my mental health is better or, you know, mental health is important in nofap. But then they'll fail to give you guys any value to actually improve your mental health. And there's a few ways that you can improve your mental health. I'll explain them in a second. But first of all, imagine a scenario. Imagine you have perfect mental health. You felt so happy and healthy. You were proud of your achievements. You had good social relationships. You were just a productive, happy guy. Would you be jacking off three times a day, sweaty underneath the covers on page 50 of Pornhub? Nah, of course you wouldn't. Literally, you would not. Let's flip the script. Let's say you've got severe depression. You haven't been outside in three weeks, even before COVID pandemic was a thing. You haven't been outside in a while. You hate your life. You're just depressed. You're on the internet all day. You just lie in bed all day. Would you be jacking off three times a day? Probably five, probably six. I would say that mental health is actually the characteristic that determines how much you abuse substances and addictions. If you've got high levels of depression and anxiety, you will, it is inevitable that you are more likely to take more drugs, 100%. And it probably is the drug and addiction that is causing the depression in the first place. Because think of it in a practical scenario, having depression and anxiety means that you're more likely to be indoors, not really seeing the social relationships, not speaking to family as much, being on the internet all day, lying in bed all day. That's the exact trigger hotspot where it happens. <laughs> Hopefully you've never jacked off when you were going for a walk outside when you felt nice and happy you were walking out in the sun but you have jacked off a thousand times when you're sweaty underneath the covers or when you're in your little cave on your computer on 4chan and you're more likely to be in those hot spots if you've got depression and anxiety symptoms so there will be a link in the description it's the nhs mood assessment score it gives you a score for your depression and anxiety i would really suggest to take that test it takes like 30 seconds and it's quite fun to do answer the questions see what you score if your score is more than just a couple points in either of them, that is something to improve on as a whole separate pillar of self-improvement and it will help with nofap, but it will literally help in all areas of life. As your depression symptoms lower, you literally just enjoy life more. You're just more happy. There's nothing worth more than that. As your anxiety lowers, the thoughts in your head just become a lot more peaceful and you're not just scared of shit anymore, which again, there's not much things better than that. Go to the link, take the test. I think it'd be very valuable and I will also have my mental health playlist pop up on a card right now. So if you wanna focus on mental health, make sure you watch that. So now let's just start a discussion with my opinion on why so many young men get addicted to this. Why is this so common? This is by far the most common addiction of young men ever. I don't think there's ever been a time in history where more people have been addicted to the same thing. So why? Definitely the previous point, mental health contributes. Young men's mental health is the worst it's ever been as far as I know. But that I think is just one characteristic. I think it's society and the world in a whole. 
And so we've got to ask why specifically is it young men who are suffering from this? I think that one of the biggest reasons is that most young men are just not happy with their lives. This has been a very common trait as young men. Okay, I've mentioned before that we, our value comes from the work that we do, the achievements that we've gotten. And as a young man, you inevitably don't have as many achievements as you would in another 20 years time. So that's true. And the achievementless life that we live coupled with how society is, the internet is, has made it just tenfold harder to get out of this addiction. Porn and fapping is the temporary escape from the achievementless life, just like video games. We put ourselves in this virtual reality because we don't like real life, we don't like reality. In reality, you're a loser, but in Call of Duty, you're level 30. In reality, you're weak, but in RuneScape, you've got 96 strength. You're just a 16 year old, 20 year old guy who's got three friends on Discord and you haven't, haven't had a girlfriend, you've kissed three girls in your life and you want some intimacy. Well, porn can kind of give you that, especially the modern day porn of OnlyFans and um, Twitch streamers, that, that's pretty much porn. <laughs> the, the stuff that feels a lot more personal because most guys don't get the personal touch from a woman. So the moment a streamer on Twitch says your name when you donate $50 to her, it's, it's like your heart starts beating fast because a girl hasn't said your name in a while and when this girl, this pretty girl is saying like, thank you, XX Dragon Slayer, that's the most intimacy you've had in a while. So young men are intimacy deprived and that is why the addiction is so, so common. But what you've got to realize is that the more you escape from reality, the less achievements you'll actually have. The more that you put yourself into the video games, porn, the virtual world, which feels nicer right now, the less achievements you'll have in the long run. In my channel is all based on the instant versus delayed gratification. And the more you indulge in the instant gratification, you feel better right now. But the moment you stop, the moment you pull yourself out of the virtual world, your life is shit. And this is also why in the internet abuse is so, so common and it's so rampant against young people because if your life is shit when you pull yourself out of the internet, out of the video game, out of porn, then you just pull yourself out of it less. So you're just putting more time into this stuff because the only time you're somewhat happy with life is when you're watching porn, is when you're playing video games because that's the only time when you're not actually in reality. But the more that you put yourself in that position, the more you hide away from reality, the worse reality is gonna be. At some point, you're gonna have to face reality. You're gonna have to face the delayed gratification. That's the, the activities that are hard right now but in the long run, they make your life so much better. That's exercise, that's working hard, that's learning a skill, learning an instrument, learning a new language, that's making a business, going out to approach real women, that's you know, whatever it is, that's what makes life worth living. And so many guys are avoiding that because of this whole comfort lifestyle that we've got. Our lives are just so comfortable. We spend all day on our phones in, in bed, just watching shit and COVID is a nice excuse for everyone. Like, oh, but but there's a pandemic, so I can't go outside, so I can't do anything. Like, yes, you can, 100% you can. You can do some delayed gratification every day. And that is the cure to, to fapping. That is the cure to porn. Remember we said at the start that we've got to view this holistically. We've got to stop obsessing about porn and fapping in general and start thinking that they are just symptoms of having a shitty life. So we've got to make your life less shitty and that will come through self-improvement you will have to endure the trials and tribulations as the rest of us in the self-improvement community nofap is a part of it but nofap gets skyrocketed when you start improving other areas of your life never before has there been so many young guys who are deprived of intimacy of relationships of sex because we are just pretty worthless at this point 
I know that that sounds horrible and we're supposed to be like, oh, you go king, you do this. But the thing is, you don't deserve that nice talk to yourself just yet when you haven't done anything good with yourself. So the, I know that there's a, a new kind of thing on social media where we're all picking each other up and it's quite nice, but you've got to be, we've got to be honest with you right now and think you will feel better about yourself. You will believe when people say nice things about you that, you know, all men are all great and cute and whatever, king, all men are kings. You will believe that when you feel like a king, when you've delayed gratification and you actually feel on top of the world. You don't believe that shit right now, that feel good, we're all kings mentality and all this shit. You don't believe that right now because it's obvious that you aren't. It's obvious that you aren't a hard worker. It's obvious that you aren't a valuable person because you've been putting all your time and effort into instant gratification. This probably sounds horrible, but I hope that you can use this as inspiration to start your self-improvement journey. NoFap is just one small pillar, literally a small pillar of self-improvement in general. And self-improvement in general is literally just one small pillar of just working hard. That is what we're all missing at this age, is that we are not hard workers. And everyone's gonna like be so annoyed at that because baby bloomers earned certain amount more and they were able to buy houses cheaper and shit but the thing is we're all addicted to internet we're all addicted to drugs we're all addicted to just wasting time on social media on video games on netflix and that means that we aren't spending that time productively the moment you start reducing that stuff you go into a dopamine detox you go into self-improvement you start working out you build some confidence you start seeing some muscle you start feeling good everyone's treating you better you go out and your social skills improve and you start talking to girls and then you start having sex with girls and then you start having sex with multiple girls no fab isn't even a problem you don't need to think about no fap at all when you've leveled up your life. This really brings it to a societal level, a worldwide level, because a hundred years ago, every one of us would have been married at this age. Even you, ugly motherfucker. We all would have been married at this age. We would have had kids. No fap wouldn't have, have been such a thing that we needed. Maybe a bit more because obviously porn is like leveled up since a hundred years ago, but we would have had women in our lives. The reason why this is such a big, big difference is because women's values going up, they're actually working hard. And you know, they went from just, just being solely mothers and wives to now also doubling that with a career. And so they've got their own money now. They don't need you as a provider anymore, unless you're gonna be a high level provider, unless you're gonna be like social status, unless you're gonna be really attractive and confident and make it feel amazing. If you can't do that stuff, then you just aren't really valuable to women. I'm so surprised that not many people actually talk about this in nofap the, the cure to nofap is to just have women in your life to, to sleep with women you don't need to think about nofap and porn when you're going to be having sex today or tomorrow and so we don't get to experience that because of the addictions including fapping and porn but there's more than that that is a symptom of the bad life and another symptom is the video games the drugs the, the four hours we spend on social media the depression the anxiety all of that is just a symptom of having a life that you're not happy with and to have a life that you're happy with there is no secret it is literally just work it's making progress progress creates happiness get onto the self-improvement start setting some goals and start working towards those goals every single day. I hope this video has helped you and it served as valuable. This was going to be a course that sold on a website similar to Skillshare, but I made it for free on YouTube because I just feel like it's gonna help more people. So if you appreciate that, then it would help my channel, I believe, if the engagement was higher. So if you like, and if you comment, and you know, make sure you smash that like button, guys, the, the shit that YouTubers say. I never used to say this stuff, but apparently it does help. So if you do wanna help me back, then like, 
leave a little comment, start a d debate, start a debate in the comments, that'll be nice because I'll come in and reply to you and we'll have a little argument. If you want to see more videos from a somewhat unconventional small YouTuber who just chats shit, then turn on the post notifications and you'll get a message when I next release my video. So if you watch all this one, then you probably like my stuff. So turn on the post notifications, sort me out. I do coaching on a one-to-one -one basis. We do self-improvement coaching. I teach you all this, what you've learned today, times 10. Any goal that you've got, I will help you with. I, I'm somewhat of a self-improvement veteran, I would like to believe. And so I believe that having a mentor in your life who's just constantly helping you do things and help you change your mindset about things, setting you goals and helping you with everything. I believe that that just changes the trajectory of your life so much more. So hopefully if you do sign on to that, we'll make you some great progress. So far, the students have said that it's helped them quite a lot. So the coaching link is in the description. Click on that right now and do a one-to-one -one session with me. I have an email newsletter. I send out one email every single Sunday. It's like a week's review. I teach you something about self-improvement, give you some motivation. I'll, there'll be some things about NoFab. You'll learn all this and it's for free. Sign up to it and one person every single month gets picked randomly to win a month of coaching. So you could win that, it's worth like a hundred pounds for free. And finally, there's gonna be a little rectangle on screen. If you watched this video and you liked it and you've now understood the importance of self-improvement in general, click on the little video that's popped up right now. It's a full young men's guide to self-improvement. Everything you need to know about self-improvement, it's literally an hour long. Everything you need to know is in this video. Click on it and start there. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.